I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey guys, happy Monday. We actually have a totally stacked episode for you guys today, so I'm going to go ahead and just jump right into the news. First story is about a stopgap bill passed on Friday. President Trump on Friday signed what is called a stopgap bill basically giving an extension to Congress on passing a budget. It's hard to agree on a budget when you don't know what you are budgeting for. And right now, the Democrats and the Republicans are still at odds in terms of how much they would like to spend on a second stimulus bill. Democrats obviously prefer a larger package, and Republicans would like to see the relief package be smaller. We thought that the two sides were coming to the center on things with a $908 million relief package, which was, you know, less than half of what the Democrats originally wanted. Um, But it seems Mitch McConnell's office is saying that it's still too much for the Republicans and will not get past the Senate Republicans. Additionally, I just wanted to note for you guys that if a budget isn't passed on time, The government actually shuts down and everyone, all the Congress uh, men and women, as well as the Senate, have to stay there until they can get a budget passed. So obviously everyone wants to avoid this, but we're not able to agree on anything right now. So, you know, we're kind of in this holding pattern. So if you don't know how much to budget for the COVID stimulus, though, it's hard to set the rest of the budget. And that deadline is quickly approaching. And Americans, as you guys well know, are getting more and more frustrated with our leaders being seemingly incapable of getting us the relief we need for ourselves and our businesses. Many will go hungry, be evicted, and face abject poverty without a stimulus package being approved. If you think that's unacceptable, consider calling your your congressional offices and letting them know. It's easier than you'd think, and nine times out of ten, you'll be talking to a sweet intern who will be extremely polite to you. It's worth it if it'll give them that extra nudge they need, right? Their office phone numbers can be found on their websites, or you can simply call the switchboard at 202-224-3121. 
So for our second story, we're covering some COVID discoveries. Okay, guys, I think you're going to love this story. I know I did. Everyone was bored in quarantine. This is not news to any of you. But people started gardening en masse. This isn't really news either, right? But in Great Britain, that gardening led to some pretty insane discoveries. So it turns out, while everyone was in lockdown, gardening up a storm in their British backyards, they found literal buried treasures. For example, someone in Hampshire found 63 gold coins and one silver coin from King Henry VIII's era in the 16th century. They had even each been inscribed with the initials of the king's four wives at the time. But that is just one example. They found it while weeding their garden. But 47,000 other archaeological discoveries have been unearthed in Great Britain since the beginning of lockdown. And the British Museum announced that they have seen a direct correlation between the discoveries and COVID-era gardening. (laughs) And some other found objects include an Iron Age cauldron, Bronze Age axes, medieval weapons, medieval jewelry, a Roman cavalry parade helmet, and obviously much, much more. Too cool. I wish I were so lucky during my gardening days this summer. I found a couple of seashells in my herb growing adventures, but that's about it. But who knows? Maybe a vintage wagon wheel is in my future out buried in my Oklahoma backyard. So for our next story, I wanted to go over some Trump updates. There is a lot going on surrounding the outgoing president. So let's dive into some of the most important headlines regarding President Trump. The first story has to do with Texas rejecting the most recent Trump lawsuit. So if you remember from last week, one of Trump's newest legal efforts to overturn the election results came in the form of Texas suing several swing states that went to Joe Biden. But the conservative-led Supreme Court actually struck this down immediately. They said that they struck the case down because basically Texas has no business in how other states conduct their elections. Our next story to do with President Trump, um, there was four people stabbed and one shot at a Trump rally in Washington, D.C., A Trump rally actually took place in D.C. over the weekend, and unfortunately, things turned violent. In one case, a counter-protester was shot by a Trump supporter. In an incident taking place near the Capitol steps, four different people were stabbed. The police said that the four were in critical condition, but did not say anything more than that. At least 23 people were arrested at the protests, and six of those were on charges of assaulting a police officer. This comes at a time when, as we know, many states, poll workers, and um, government officials are receiving threats of violence against themselves and their families 
via Trump supporters. It's a really dangerous time, and I definitely urge you guys to all really be careful and choose wisely what you decide to participate in. The next headline has to do with Manhattan's DA's office diving deeper into the Trump financials. The Manhattan DA's office is closing in on Trump's finances. Just this past week, they've interviewed leaders in the lending offices and insurance brokerages that the president worked with in his business dealings prior to becoming president. We'll just have to wait and see what, if any, the Manhattan DA charges the president with. For our next headline to do with President Trump, the House passed a defense bill overwhelmingly. Even though the House and the Senate can't seem to agree on a stimulus bill or a budget, they do agree that they like the new defense bill, despite President Trump's protestations. For months, the president has spoke out against the bill that would change the names of bases from former Confederate namesakes to something less offensive. But the president made it very clear that he did not want the bases renamed. But both bodies of Congress passed the bill with over a two-thirds majority, making it veto-proof, which comes as a kind of slap in the face to the president who outwardly opposed it. This was the Republican colleagues of the president essentially saying, we don't care what you think. Ouch. So those are the major Trump updates for the day. Honestly, I could have covered each of those in a full length story, but there were just so many. um, And I feel like, you know, if I try and space them out too much, I'm going to get behind because there's something new going on with this every single day. So I just wanted to, you know, give you guys those headlines in a condensed form. And hopefully if you're interested in one particular topic, you will dive into it on your own and learn all of the all of the details. And our last story for the day is obviously vaccinations begin. Last Friday was actually a new record for the coronavirus with 244,000 new cases in a single day. And Saturday was also extremely high with 213,000 new cases in that day alone. This correlated almost exactly with the deaths, as we saw over 3,000 deaths on Friday and then had a lower but still very high number of 2,200 deaths on Saturday. Things are the worst they have been in America right now, you guys. Oklahoma specifically saw a rise of 4,332 new cases on Saturday alone, reaching up towards the highest it's ever been. 22 people in Oklahoma died of COVID on Saturday as well. I don't know about you guys, but I will definitely be learning about the different vaccines as they are rolled out and figuring out which one will be the best fit for me. Seeing as we probably will not be getting it for a while because frontline workers and the elderly are going to be first. And I'm assuming most of you guys are not frontline workers and most of you guys are not elderly. So, um, knowing that we'll probably get it, you know, in a secondary or third wave. So now is the time to study up on all the different options and know which one you want to get. And that's the news to shore. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, 
Failure is only the opportunity to begin again, and this time, more intelligently. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.